The Irish author Brendan Ban said, Inspirations never go in for long engagements. They demand immediate marriage to action. And I always took this to heart because I think the longer you hold on to an inspiration, the less it inspires you. And that's what we're talking about today. What inspires you and where do you find your inspiration? What's up, everybody? My name's Jason, and this is Behind Every Story. If this is your first time with us, let me explain what's happening. I love stories. I love hearing stories and telling stories and being enveloped in stories from comic books and films, songs, jokes, sitting around a campfire with your friends, or being in an audience with a, a bunch of strangers being told the same story. I love hearing stories. And even more than that, I love hearing behind those stories. This show is the proverbial director's commentary on the movie of life. This is episode number 21 of 50 of the COVID-50. Before we begin, a note of warning. The topics we explore on this podcast may not be suitable for all listeners. This show deals with real people and real stories. These stories may contain and deal with graphic language, adult themes, sexual content, and violence. Listener discretion is advised. Today... We are discussing, where do you find inspiration? Now, ever since I was young, I have been, as I like to call myself, a creative. I love to draw. I love to create movies. I love to do things. When I was young, I was adamant about creating uh, comic books, and I was adamant about creating Legos. Uh, like I, I was never, I never really enjoyed creating the Legos from the box art. You know, like if it was a spaceship or something, I, I didn't want to make that. I wanted to make my own things. Um, for my comics, if I fell in love with a movie, like I was really into the movie Aliens when I was young and Star Wars. So I made my own Star Wars comic. I made my own Aliens comic. And they're were, they were terrible. <laughs> but I really wanted to create. So when I found something that I was interested in, I wanted to do the same thing. I loved watching skateboard videos, so I wanted to learn how to skateboard. I loved watching movies, so I wanted to learn how to make movies. I started really enjoying heavy metal music and rap music, so I really wanted to learn how to perform that. I got into playing the drums to play metal music, and unfortunately, it never really stuck. Um, and then I got into hip-hop, and I wanted to learn how to write songs and make beats and that took me a little bit further, but eventually I stopped doing that as well. And then I got really into comic books, and I wanted to learn how to make comic books because I enjoyed reading them. And I've always found this fascination that anything that I enjoy as a medium, I want to learn how to do myself. And it doesn't always have to be creative things. I 
really enjoy gardening, but I am terrible at it. No matter what, I have to try it every year. I have to really try and grow things every year, and it's pretty rare that things do grow, but I always look to inspiration from my friends, and I don't look to inspiration from um, big name things like magazines or TV shows and things like that. But if I can see someone, how, how they can mow their lawn, I'm not interested in learning about that from a educational kind of source, but rather someone I know who does this. And that I think is what drives me the most in my inspirations as a whole, because what usually educators will tell you if you want to do something, emerge yourself into those things. So if you want to make movies, watch movies. If you want to write a book, read lots of books. If you want to make music, listen to music. But I think this is a fantastic starter point. And I think in order, and I'm going to use my own um, experience with this. If you want to make movies, you should know film. But I think that's not where your interest and inspiration should only lie. I believe if you want to make something, you should know that medium, but also you should expand into other realms. So I became fascinated with the cohesive storytelling visual motifs in film and comic books when I was in grad school. And I realized that it is the only two mediums that can tell a story this exact same way. And even if you cut out all the dialogue and all the sound, the story is told still the same theoretical way. So when I get interested in making a film, a short film or a video of any kind, I read a lot of comics or I get into other things. I listen to music and I listen for things that inspire me to visually create something else or I'll go for a walk. And this is the thing that I find most inspiring. I love to just go driving or go walking and I try to get lost on purpose. I always think that, hey, I have my phone. We live in modern day America. I can always find my way home. But if I can get lost and just be enveloped by the small things, um, when I go on walks into forests, I don't look at the giant things. I don't look at the big picture. I love looking at the small little nicks in the tree and wondering what animal scratched it. I love looking at the fallen down branches that might have fallen down from a squirrel chasing another squirrel. I like thinking of the stories that created these small moments and... These are the things that I look back on and feel the strongest about. I remember one day I was taking a very long walk and I walked past a dead squirrel and it just struck me that this living being who had spent his life foraging for food, enjoying life, playing, all these other things, and I looked at him as he was dead on the forest floor and it struck me that he was never going to make a shadow again. The sun was never going to hit him and cast his shadow on the ground. 
And ever since then, the whole idea of never being able to create a shadow again has really stuck with me. So what I take from that is in these moments, we are not just creating what we're doing in that moment. We're, we're not just doing what we're doing, but our doing is affecting the world around us, even in the smallest things like creating a shadow on the ground. The same concept is found in the age-old idea of the ripple effect. You throw a stone into a lake, the water ripples out and causes an effect further away than just where the stone fell into the water. But my idea is that no matter what you do, it doesn't have to be a giant impact. It doesn't have to be this monumental occasion of creation or doing something on purpose most of the time. You are still creating an impact on the world around you. So while you're here, create your shadow and let your shadow grow into something that you might not even know it is. And I like to think about this as sometimes we say things to other people that we don't mean to be impactful or powerful or long lasting, but sometimes those things can really resonate with someone for a long time. So create your shadow. We're gonna take a quick break. And when we come back, we're gonna to listen to everyone's answer about where they find inspiration. What do you do to find inspiration? Ooh, when I go looking for inspiration, it could be a million different things that I do to look for it. Um, it could be anything for me getting outside of my comfort zone and sitting at a bar or something like that and just people watch it, or it could be any, or just me sitting down and maybe watching a documentary or some kind of show and that I know I've never really seen or don't have the skill that they're, showing or whatever and uh hopefully get some kind of you know creative oomph from from it you know put something together for it but yeah um that would have to be my thing my biggest thing is you got to get out of the house for inspiration i think that's my biggest thing is i got to go somewhere cuz if i stay in the house all i'm going to see is everything that's around me and that's not going to help me think of new. All it's going to do is think, make me think of the old. So as much as I love being an introvert and blah, 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 I do realize you got to get out there. And if you don't, you're only hurting yourself. I'm looking right at you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not paying attention. <laughs> The windows are duct taped and I am safe. <laughs> My name is Sean and I am from Chicago. Oh man. Um, 
Find inspiration. You know what? I uh, One thing I actively do is I do smoke weed, um, and I think weed is amazing. And um, a lot of the creativity that has uh, transpired in my life, in my career, um, has come from weedspiration, I'd like to call. So um, weed is definitely a great advocate for me to be able to like produce a lot of creative t- content. Um, I'm, I'm not sure if you remember uh, back in the day, me and um, my good friend Ian, that you know very mm-hmm. closely, uh, we used to have a uh, comedy channel, sketch comedy channel called Vanilla Brownie. And a mass majority of those videos, we would have a Sunday night steak dinner night, is what we, we would call it. And we would smoke copious amounts of weed and then watch a movie from our childhood and it would inspire the video for that week. So, um, I think that outside of just general weed, I think that like organic human connection, you know, being able to like right now, like, you know, I'm not really able to go meet up with people or be in public situations, but my FaceTime game has gone up like crazy style. And I'm like reconnecting with people that I haven't talked to in years And, you know, even in just general conversation, you know, somebody will say something that will ignite uh, some sort of creative point. Um, Then other than that, you know, I guess social media also plays a big part. Like TikTok, I think, is lighting up a huge creative element in me. And I'm seeing all this content that people are producing. And I will like save their, you know, the sound bits and then create my own version of it. Mm. So, um if you haven't seen my TikTok, man, it is strong, Jason. <laughs> it is strong. <laughs> my name is Michael, and I'm a photographer, videographer in the Naperville area. So on an earlier podcast, something I spoke about, which is talking to mentors and getting dripped on. That's what I call it, the drippy. Um I have multiple people that I will go on car rides with them and just watch them do business and realize that I'm a very small fish in a big pond. And that every time I jump into a new pond, I may be a big fish in that pond, but I don't know when it's going to rain and there's going to be a much bigger pond. And that inspiration, knowing that there's always a bigger pond, makes me feel like there's always going to be a light at any tunnel. My name is Zach. I live in Fort Worth, Texas. Um, there's a few people that I follow that that inspire me. Whether you know, I follow them on social media, um, and I like to listen to them speak about some of the things that they did, some of the adversity that they went through, and I try to find inspiration from that. So, um, whether you know it's growing up poor and now they're a billionaire, or some of the things that they do to uh, get customers um like gary v is one person i like to listen to because he's really he he gets customer service on a whole nother level and so i like listening to him speak um and it's just finding people that are saying inspirational things or you know they're telling you their story <clears throat> they're telling you their story and you can kind of um learn from that and so that's kind of where i I pull things from. 
stories are important to you? Yeah, definitely. I think other people's, you can definitely learn from other people's experience. Um, and that's kind of whether they're a CEO or a janitor, you can definitely learn from, from everybody at every level, everybody you work with, you can pick some of the things that they do and how they do things and how they speak, whether it's to you or to other people or to people above them in the food chain. Um, and you can, you can pick up on little things and you can learn from that. You can learn what to do. You can learn what not to do. Uh, my older brother got in trouble a lot more than I did growing up. So it's really easy to figure out. I probably shouldn't do that because I've seen what the consequence is. And so I think from a young age, I figured out, you know, watch and look and listen before you speak. And then that might help you in the long run. I can't say I always did that. But as an adult, I realized like that's definitely something you can do. You know, to make sure that you don't kind of fall into that same trap. I am Chris and I am from Chicago. I think one of the things that I do to find inspiration is almost go straight to YouTube and just type in inspirational videos. But then I realized that I'm looking for something deeper. And I think what I look for in inspiration is to hear the stories of people that started at the bottom or worse, that they started at the top, fell all to the all the way to the bottom and crawled their way back up. I think just remembering that somebody else definitely has it harder than you. And if they could make it, so can you. It's a huge inspiration for me when it comes just tackling the journey of life i would say when it comes to inspiration creatively uh, once again youtube for me is a great place to go uh, and i love to look at people that do for, with music for example i love to see people use instruments in unique ways or i love to watch like the smallest youtubers that just go out there and do the weirdest things with their cameras Mm. anything that falls outside of the norm oh i remember seeing this one youtube video of this kid that was just doing parkour and instead of just putting the gopro on his forehead like everybody else does he put it on a chest harness that faces him and so it was a really unique angle that you don't get to see and there's this movie called uh something henry knockout henry hardcore henry that i never got to see but i remember seeing something similar in the trailer and thinking like, this is such a creative angle. And so after I saw that video, I started using more GoPros and the things that I do. So something as simple as that has given me inspiration. My name is M. I am from Chicago, Illinois. I don't really have to look for it. Um, I happen to live with two creatively gifted people. Um, and I'm surrounded by creatives. Um, I, and I really love the, like, I could go for a walk. I just love nature. I could look at it. I could just go on a walk and then boom, I've got five new projects. So I don't really have to 
do anything. I could watch something and I'll be like, oh my gosh, I just had an idea. We have to do this. This is, I could read something. I don't, I don't have to seek it out, but if, if it was for people who do have trouble, um, I would say go for a walk and don't, uh, and just put on like really cool music or just listen to silent, you know, just be silent and just, just walk and just notice and, and allow, allow yourself to be spoken into. And then, um, or read, you know, read things that are, that are outside your comfort zone, watch things that are, that are different than you normally watch and, um, and, and get out there and be in a creative environment, go to theater, go small theater, go to like the indie, you know, go to some interesting stuff and see, see things you never saw before. My name is Brandon. I am from Elgin, Illinois. Uh, to find inspiration. I, I think that would really depend on what it was in, in specific I was, I was doing. Uh, for things like art, yeah, even though I'm, I'm legally blind, uh, I can see well enough uh, and I photograph. And uh, depending on what it is uh, I'm, I'm photographing, uh, my inspiration comes largely from uh, the styles I enjoy from other people. I stand on the shoulders of those who came before me. So I, I find uh, other photographers who have done work that I like, and I use their styles as inspiration to try to come up with something that's, that's my own but inspired by uh, the works that they've already done. Now, when we're not talking art, if we're talking um, programming, uh, inspiration is, is simple, you know, the right music for your mood. Um, so some days that might be jazz, uh, like a Miles Davis or a, uh, a Coltrane or a Thelonious Monk. Other days it might be, um, you know, Wu-Tang. You know, depending on my mood, it depends on, on uh, what music I'll listen to. And the music usually helps inspire. My name is Rob, and I am from the Midwest in America. I am multimodal. Uh, every time I've been tested for how I think, uh, what type of learner I am, everything, everything always comes back as multimodal. So what inspires me is not a single thing. It, it, there are times where it's a song. Uh, and, and that song will be the song for a while that if I need to get inspired, I'll listen to that song and boom, off it goes. It might be even looking at a comic book, looking at a piece of art, watching a movie. I, I, I get it from listening to podcasts. I'll listen to a podcast and be like, my brain will go crazy afterwards. And I'll go, here are all these things I want to do, even if they're not related to the podcast in any way. So I don't really have one thing. It's that constant input that I talked about before is what I do to get inspired. And I'm always looking for things. It's always, what's the next thing? What's that next uh, excitement that is going to make my brain do that? I, I do think I do have another answer for this. 
Um, what inspires me, not a, not, a, not a physical thing, but what inspires me to continue with what I do is the constant pursuit of creating magic. What I mean by that is, I'll give you an example. We had, when we had our retail store, there was magic to it. Uh, we had raving fans and there would be days we'd walk out there and yeah, you're selling, you know, baby clothes, but, but there was magic in the air around it. Uh, we did a promotion where I played Santa, but what we did was we had it so that inside the store, the kids couldn't get in. It was after the hour, after hours, we'd rearrange the store and we had these big picture windows and I would come in and do Santa like it was a reality show. I would just come in, I would take my jacket off, I would sit on a bed and read kids books and string popcorn and all that, just stuff like that. And the kids' faces, it was like, it was like life-changing for these kids. And it was, it was magic. It wasn't just, this is an exciting thing. There was this palpable magic to it. That's what I'm a junkie for. That's what inspires me to get that bit of magic back. And we do get it. We've had it with our podcast network. I can't tell you how many times. It, When it happens, you never want it to stop. My name is Stella, and I'm from Chicago. What do you do to find inspiration? What do I do to find inspiration? Um, let's see. You know, I do really like, well, one is people watching, right? Because inspiration can come from anywhere. So part of it is looking, um, looking at other people when you're walking down the street. Now you're kind of, you know, in a COVID world, you're, you're staring at them from very, very far away. Um, <laughs> the uh, going to the museum when it's possible is actually really interesting. Um, just looking at artwork, um, you know, listening to podcasts, that kind of stuff. But it's, it's really, it's, it's, you know, studying people I think is very inspiring and seeing what makes them tick. My name is Mark Allen Fishman. I am from Homewood, Illinois. Uh, what do I do to find inspiration? To find inspiration, honestly, I, I'm a firm believer as the hero of my own story that everything I need is quintessentially around me somewhere here in the southern suburbs of Chicago. Uh, if I can't find it here, I can't find it anywhere. So I traditionally look inward. I will um, immerse myself in other content. I'll listen to uh, particularly good music. I'll watch particularly good television or movies. I uh, perchance to say, take a walk through one of the fine parks, you know, while we're not under quarantine or whatever, um, or really more often than not, I'll just jam out with my studio mates. I've got uh, two brothers from other mothers I make comic books with. And more often than not, we will find ourselves um, amidst a hour long conversation of mansplaining to one another, various bits of pop culture that we have 
uh, ascertained over uh, the course of several, uh, however many days, nights, weeks that we have not seen or talked to one another. And somewhere in there, we'll end up talking about the books we're doing or the ideas we're having and we'll use those. And it's really just that energy that, that sparks inspiration. Um, I think also I am just one of those folks. If it's the only superpower I have is if someone points to me and tells me that I need to come up with something that I am good for generating ideas, good, bad, or otherwise, but I have a pretty decent inner critic. So I'm never not without some inspiration somewhere, or at least the means with which to get inspired if I know I need it. My name is Sarah, and I'm from a podunk town in Iowa. Um... Listen to music. Um, I really love music that has uh, very deep tones, very not necessarily big bass line, but but um, there's certain kind of wavelengths of music that you know they talk about Mozart and all that stuff. But I truly believe that that certain types of music, especially there's certain different waves that kind of engage your different parts of your brain. And, um, <clears throat> and that's, that's what I usually do to find inspiration. I'll usually uh, even like go on a walk and listen to um, certain artists. Um, if, if I have something coming up work-wise that I need to like get in the right frame of mind for, you know, I try to think about who that, you know, that client or who that person is. Um, and what I've gotten to know about th them at a certain point. And so I try to, um, think about what would, uh, bring them joy and reflect who they are. And music is, is my way of, of doing that. I am, I don't have a favorite artist. I don't have a favorite genre. Um, but there's definitely, uh, a pattern and, and the type of music that I listen to. And I think the kind that you can just completely zone out um, that consumes you um, is, is my favorite for that. My name is Potato Johnson and I am from Crystal Lake, Illinois. get bored um as i'm always telling my son who's constantly whining about being bored i always tell him if you're not bored you will never do anything um and i think that's part of the problem with a lot of the later generations after ours is there's never any time to be bored there's video games on your phone there's video games on the tv there's a million channels there's netflix there's amazon prime so you're never bored as long as you're turn your brain off um you're not gonna do anything honestly if i could i would probably just get rid of cable altogether but i think my wife would uh drown me in the bathtub if i did that um so i i think it's just make yourself bored sit in a room with nothing to do um and eventually you're gonna have to figure something out your brain's gonna go someplace weird
Um, honestly, I'd love to try one of those isolation tanks where like you're just laying in the salt water or whatever in the pitch black. Uh, I think that would be friggin' cool. The problem is with that though, you have to have something to write with because I, I don't remember shit. So, uh, but boredom is the key, I think. Hello, my name's Dan. Uh, I'm a cartoonist, mixed media artist from Cambridge, UK. What do you do to find inspiration? Uh, I sort of see it anywhere, really. It just sort of pops up. Don't really tend to look for it. Where does it pop up at? It helps having a Prime Minister like Boris Johnson. You know, he'll say something, he'll do something, and pop, there goes an idea. Where do you get most of your ideas for your comics? Um, normally when I'm half asleep, to be honest, I'll sort of be trying to sleep, and then I'll just sort of get up half asleep and write an idea somewhere, and then go and pass out again, and then the next morning I have to try and make out what these notes are. Um, but at the minute, it's just sort of an ongoing story, so... It's more a case of I spent a year or so developing the characters and now I'm just putting them in situations and seeing how it plays out. When you write your characters, do you find that they write themselves or do you still struggle to have them say and do certain things? Uh, The struggle I'm finding at the minute is getting in the right head for the right line. Um, I mean, finding the characters was easy enough. There's there's sort of an archetype that that you see in British TV, uh, the in-betweeners, Red Dwarf, the young ones. They all have a a very similar character structure set up. So it's just taking that, giving them their own traits, and then seeing how they play out. But as being just a solo writer, it's trying to get into each person's head and making them say the right thing that I'm struggling with at the minute. My name is John. I am from the west suburbs of Chicago. That's a really hard one um, to find inspiration. Like, uh, I I feel like it, for me, it just comes when it comes. Um, I, I, be as an artist, like, I've often run into, like, big issues where like I don't feel inspired to do anything or I start projects that uh, fall apart because I just kind of like lose the, I'm like, "Eh, I'm not there. I'm not there. But I do find the best thing to do is to try not to stress out about it, to not be too hard on yourself. And, and to honestly, yeah, just be quiet, you know, like the, the meditation thing, you know, just, just chill. Don't think about what's bothering you. Go to sleep. Something will come like you'll find your strength or you'll find your inspiration or whatever if you just chill the fuck out chill out this is albert i am an operations manager from savannah georgia um if it's usually just through the creative process, it's mostly just watching films, like watching any anything, or sometimes I read things, or um, for a creative side, you know, it'll get the juices flowing if I watch a certain movie. Um, maybe not even that genre, but just looking at the camera, 
angles and things that matter. We are Lauren and Ryan, and we are from Chicago, Illinois. Um, I find inspiration um, kind of feeling within myself. I also find inspiration in others, um, whether it's a photographer that I look up to, whether it is at the Art Institute, whether it's in everyday life. Um, I definitely get inspiration for mostly a lot of other people and then just kind of create it and make it my own. Yeah, I, I find inspiration everywhere, literally everywhere. I find it in nature. I find it in man-made creations. I find it in others. I find it in myself. It's, it's such a, an easy thing to find when you're optimistic and you're looking for it, right? So many people aren't looking to be inspired. And, and mm. fundamentally, I think that's a lot of the issue we have, right? Is, is you have to hold on to that wonder, that wonder of a child, right? Children, what do they do? They wonder about everything. They, they, you know, everything is so exciting and new. You got to hold on to that wonder and, and, and hold on to a desire to be inspired, right? And you'll find it everywhere you look. You know, you, you'll, you'll find it is even in things that, you know, aren't very happy as you watch someone in the street hand a homeless person some food, right? Well, that's inspiring, you know, or, or you'll all of a sudden see a documentary someone put together during this whole outbreak that's, you know, mm. a, about a topic that really, really should have been discussed before the outbreak, you know, and, and, and I'm inspired by our humanity above all, mm. you know, is, is, and that's, that's the main thing, you know, humans are the most adaptable, unique and amazing species ever to walk this planet uh, that I know of, or that we know of. And, um, and, and we have so many gifts and abilities. And the, the downside is if you tune into the news and you, you get sucked into all of this garbage and bickering and politics, I mean, the politics is a necessary evil, but we've lost something where we're, we're no longer, there's no middle ground anymore. You're either on one side or the other. You can't be a free thinking moderate, which is what I am. And uh, anyway, I, I find inspiration in the positive side of humanity that exists when we come together to overcome universal challenges. Hi, my name is Chris. I'm from Elgin, Illinois. You know, I think I find inspiration. Um, I, I think I, I I find it everywhere around me. Um, in, in you know, I really try to look for the best of people. So um, the best in what they can offer, because I think everyone has something to offer. I think we all have a place in there. So maybe we're you know, I don't want to say not the prettiest, not the not the most engaging, not the not the whatever, but I think we all offer something one way or another and you try to find that so i try to find inspiration through people but you know lately it's been you know through how kind and how giving and how you know how just awesome people can be to each other and that how i'm not as much as i want should be and so that that really inspires me is when i see people just doing awesome things whether it be creative or whether it be business-like or just you know one of the kids that, that works for me said something today and it really threw me back and that made me think and I, you know that really inspired me <clears throat> so i find that all the time because i know i'm not perfect at all and i know that i've got you know i think we're all works in progress and i think we can all get better all the time you know and it doesn't need to be this i hate to say this gobbledygook where you can always be better in this inspirational talk bs but i think we can make small incremental things 
every single day or every couple of days that makes our, that, that just helps us. And maybe, maybe that inspiration just gets us through the next 12 hours and that's all, all you need. <laughs> Sometimes that's all, that's all you can do. Sometimes it's all you can do to get through the next 15 or 20 minutes, you know, but that there's, you know, I think there's always hope and there's always a, a way to get that. So. My name is Marie, and I am from St. Paul, Minnesota. The best thing I do to find inspiration, probably, um, is go for a long walk. Hmm. And this isn't just like on a trail. Sometimes it is on a trail. I used to take my cameras, camera, <laughs> cameras for a walk. Um, <laughs> and I would just kind of get ideas. And this would be ideas of textures. It would be ideas of composition. Um, not only in nature, but I would also go to like maybe an area of the city I've never been to. Because even though I've been here for almost five years... I, there's still parts of the Twin Cities that I have not explored. So then I can go to one of those areas and I can kind of look around and get new inspiration that way. So I think I get inspiration best from just new experiences. My name is Brett and I'm from Chicago, Illinois. I don't know if it's healthy. I don't know that I do it on purpose, but the most inspiring thing that I can possibly do is get my heart broken. And I mean, just destroyed. The writing and the creativity that comes out of that is just unparalleled for serious stuff. On the flip side of it, the best way to write funny stuff is to just be to have gone through that, but to be somewhere super happy because then you can see the humor and all that darkness rather than being wallowing in it. So there's sort of a flow to the um, heartbreak fall in love cycle. And I've been single for a long time and kind of like gyrated between relationships. And one of the things I worry about long term, if I ever find something stable it's kind of weird, even though I want that. It's like, what? How do you, how do you continue that inspiration? How do you keep that creative juice flowing when you don't have those kind of emotional highs and lows, and it's more even? Have you ever found yourself like self sabotaging to become more creative? No, uh, no, I don't necessarily think I self sabotage to be more creative. But I do think sometimes maybe I wallow in it too much or when you're writing or you're writing about stuff like that, I think you stay in it longer. Although as I get older, I think part of the reason that happens is you're just alone more. You can't call the boys and go out for drinks because everybody has two kids and a wife and they can't get free for three weeks and you're like well i need it now i need some emotional support now so i don't know if it's a function of age and life stage or if it's a function of 
just wallowing in it. But I don't think I self-sabotage, no. I think feeling inspired is one of the most beautiful and hardest things that we can do. Sometimes you need to be inspired to get up off the couch. And when you do, you can do so much. Sometimes you need to be inspired to make that great work of art or that amazing song or that film. But what drives you? I would love to hear what inspires you. Send us an email or a voicemail clip to behindeverystory at gmail.com. We would love to hear your thoughts on an episode. A listener has written in um, concerning our nightmare episode, and this is Eva V's email. So I was listening to your nightmare episode last night. I too have the reoccurring nightmare dream of having pets, minor ducks and turtles, that I hadn't taken care of in forever that somehow are still alive, barely alive. I recently had the dream again, except this time, a lot of them are dead. It always fills me with dread when I recognize it. It hits me as soon as I remember that I have to feed the animals, that I'm in the dream. I can never change it, and I always feel like I have to go see them. I'm not exactly sure why I have this dream. I have had a turtle and ducks. They all died prematurely not of any fault of my own. Maybe it's the guilt that I could have given them a better life. I don't know. But I hate it, and I feel like total shit every time I wake up. Anyways, I hope you're having a good day so far. Thank you, Eva V, for writing in and sharing your story with us. Stories make us feel all a little more connected to the world around us. Like, no matter what's happening in your life, just like a nightmare, probably happening to someone else and it makes us feel a lot less alone because we're all in this big story called life together thank you so much for joining us here on behind every story if you like what you heard please consider subscribing on your favorite podcast streaming app or sharing our podcast with your friends and family or just random people and if you can head over to itunes to rate us that five-star review and say something awesome about one of your favorite stories that you've heard so far Make sure to follow and like us on Facebook at Behind Every Story Podcast to stay up to date on all our newest episodes. And then you can always find us on BehindEveryStory.com. Great storytellers make the world a smaller and more intimate place. Thank you to all the storytellers out there, big and small. And thank you to our guests this week, Al, Brett, Bob, Brandon, Chris, Chris, Daniel, John, Lauren, and Ryan, M, Mark, Marie, Michael, Potato, Johnson, Rob, Sarah, Stella, Sean, and Zach. I've been your storyteller, Jason Osterkamp, and it's been a pleasure sitting around the campfire with you. Join us again next time when we're going to talk about what people like least and most about their appearance. And my favorite part of this question, would you swap it if you had the chance? Our musical guest this week is Christopher Will, and here's his song, Save Me. We'll see you again next time. Tell me where did you come from?
Spirit.